You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day for Wednesday, April 28th. As always, I am your host with sometimes, occasionally, but certainly not the most, Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my baseball-related work at places like Baseball FYI, Friars on Base, or Off the Bench Baseball, or my more pop culture entertainment slant sort of spiel at places like Nerdist, Mental Floss, Inverse, Bloody Disgusting, Film Cred, and many more, and hopefully many more to come. But of this here Lockdown Padres podcast, though, guys, you can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined, only if you feel so inclined, you can check out those accounts. You can tweet me your questions, comments, or concerns that you might have. And I'll do my very best to answer them and maybe even answer them here on the show. Send me some five-star reviews, guys, on the Apple Podcast app. I always say that, but I want to say instead I want to reemphasize, you know, when you do send that five-star review, write in the little review description a question you might have. And I will guaranteed you will be on the show. Guaranteed. That's right, guys. Once-in-a-lifetime offer. And also... A once-in-a-lifetime offer. Well, not necessarily a once-in-a-lifetime offer, but tomorrow, the Lockdown Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll do it live. Get insight and analysis from Lockdown local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Lockdown NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th to May 1st. Where's Justin Fields going to go? Are the Jets fans going to boo again? I think it's all being done virtually, so they probably won't. But still, nonetheless, uh, interesting storylines this year, to be sure. And for today's episode, guys, it is a fun one. Not because of last night's game. Uh, I'm actually recording this like about 10 seconds after the Padres just lost to the Arizona Diamondbacks in the first of two games set. Um, originally, I was going to have my the part two of my chat with Miller, but I'm actually going to save that for tomorrow because instead... Back half of this podcast is going to be me talking with Arm Layton of Locked On Marlins and Locked On MLB Prospects, uh, talking about Ryan Weathers, who is starting in today's game, and just giving his takes on that stuff. And actually, there, it, it was a multifaceted conversation. We talked about general rookies, too, which I'm probably going to save for another episode. But Ryan Weathers, Mackenzie Gore, Luis Campizano, talking all Padres type of stuff. It feels relevant right now. But before we get into that, you got it. You're stuck with me. You stuck with my bum ass, guys. All right, let's talk about last night's game. And it was... That's how I describe it. It was a wet fart, guys. The Padres lost to the Dimebacks by a score of 5-1. to one. Again, the cruddy sort of offense that we've seen for a lot of this season so far from the Padres, you know, and especially coming off of this Dodgers victory, really exciting series, making all the headlines. It was, it really, wet fart does describe it really well. And let me tell you, a lot of the wet farts that the Padres have had this season start with this man. Mr. Chris Paddock was the pitcher for today's game, I should say, last night's game. Uh, he goes five and a thirds innings, giving up three earned runs, five runs total on six hits, didn't walk anybody, and five strikeouts. Again, Chris Paddock being 
his ERA, I should say, being helped out by the fact that uh, Padres infielders, for some reason, uh, cover up for him. I think that, uh, I don't know if Millard said on yesterday's podcast, I'm forgetting right now, that like seven of Paddock's 14 runs were unearned technically, so that like deflated his ERA a whole bunch, so he has been actually a little bit worse than his ERA would suggest so far. Um, again, a very lackluster start from Chris Paddock. He gives up the big home run to Carson Kelly. And uh, a single to the freight train, uh, David Peralta, who we're going to talk about uh, on tomorrow's podcast with Miller as I ask him some questions about the D-backs. Uh, Carson Kelly's on fire. That guy's playing like the best catcher in all of baseball right now. I know Miller himself was saying he thought he was a big sleeper heading into this year that he had potential to bounce back. And that's really what's happening right now. The Diamondbacks are bouncing back. And it's a really frustrating game again because, you know, aside from the Paddock thing, and really quickly just to talk about Paddock just one more time, he he's just been the definition of mediocre. He hasn't been like the worst pitcher in the league or anything like that. This isn't a Patrick Corbin type of disaster that he's had, but just not impressive for a guy who throws his fastball so much. And tonight he threw 53% of the time uh, and only got four whiffs on the fastball, just not getting people to whiff. I, I don't know what to say. Like he just wasn't getting much. And it's kind of been the story with Chris Paddock. I like that he threw 10 curveballs this time, which is still... Not a huge percentage, but it was a 11 percentage, uh, 11 percent percentage. There we go. That's the right phrase. Um, so that's kind of encouraging. And again, he, ah, he didn't walk anybody. I don't know. I'm trying to find some of the good from last night, guys. All right. Because the Padres went out here and just, it's amazing to see a team. Like it's, this is baseball. And here's what I talked about with Miller though, that I need to reemphasize is that I even said heading into this, if the Padres were lose both games, I would still be happy and still say you need to remember that this is still baseball and that we go on these runs and things can change just like that. You know, we went three out of four against the Dodgers in a series I don't think any Padres fan was expecting when it coming off that Milwaukee Brewers sweep, but still, it's annoying. It's annoying putting up the one run against Merrill Kelly, by the way. And Merrill Kelly, speaking of the the lack of whiffs from Chris Paddock, uh, only seven whiffs in total. Across every single pitch that Merrill Kelly was throwing. His four-seed fastball, sinker, curveball, changeup, cutter, nothing. So it's not like his stuff is untouchable. He didn't look – he looked fine. He looked like that type of, you know, end of rotation sort of uh, starter for sure. It's not like this guy's an ace or anything like that. And the Diamondbacks, I don't think, are expecting him to be a sort of ace. But this is the type of guy that you kind of beat up on. He hadn't had a quality start at all this season. And unfortunately – you know, every pitcher, obviously, they're always due for at least a good outing. They are Major League Baseball pitchers, but it came, unfortunately, against the Padres. And it was just frustrating to see um, the Padres lose this one. There's not much for me to say, guys. I mean, the only RBI of the night came from a Manny Machado ground out. That's right. Our one run wasn't even like a home run or anything exciting. It was a Manny Machado ground out starting with an inning that saw, you know, Tatis hit a double. It was nice to see Tatis, you know, keeping up his momentum a little bit, but still just not great from the offense. And tomorrow, hopefully they can redeem that. And hopefully for my sake, too, because you guys should go listen to Locked On Diamondbacks. Uh, Miller Thomas, he has part two going up for uh, on today's show on his feed. Uh, I'll be putting it up tomorrow. And he talks about the bet that we have going on this time because he he loves making wagers and all that stuff and we did one last time and honestly speaking of wet farts I kind of had a bad one a bad uh win result we did it for the opening day game and I basically was like he has to retweet every tweet that I send for the weekend and it got to the point where even I got bored I just said all right never mind man this is dumb and he just left it alone so this one we made up for it especially on his end uh really fun stuff so go listen to his show you'll hear it on my feed uh on Thursday but for now guys that is it and before we talk 
to Sir Aram Layton. I need to talk to you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars of them all, guys. I mean, come on, they're the best in the world. Covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, thanks to a whole bunch of flavors. That's what makes them stand out the most, guys. I'm talking German chocolate. I'm talking salted caramel. I'm talking double chocolate. I'm talking orange. That's right, orange. I'm talking coconut almond. I'm talking apple almond crisp carrot cake, lemon almond cheesecake, also birthday cake, coconut brownie chunk the winner of the built bar madness bracket from last month and i agree with that result that thing is delicious guys they're really really tasty i'm not making this up and above all else they are protein bars so they are healthy for you they're great for the health conscious guy or gal thanks to high fiber high protein low sugar and a low amount of calories they're great for the keto diet so guys if you're not already in i mean you're just you're just a crazy person. As simple as that. What are you waiting for? Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Remember that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right, everybody. As promised, as prophesized, he's been on the podcast before, a bunch of times actually, talking about all the prospect stuff. I occasionally let him talk about the Marlins stuff, and believe it or not, today he will a little bit because it has a little bit to do with our topic. But I'm being joined by Sir Aram Layton of Locked On Marlins and Locked On MLB Prospects. Uh, how you doing, man? It's good to be here, man. I'm doing well. Uh, I mean, how about that Padres Dodgers series, dude? I mean, that's just <laughs> pinnacle baseball. Pinnacle baseball. Uh, yeah, plenty of stuff to talk about, and I'm looking forward to it. Unfortunately, because of some injuries, but the good news for the Padres, ton of depth, and I'm pumped to to talk about some of those arms. Yeah, and it's funny because originally when I suggested having you on, I was going to make this my like therapy session because when I first texted you, it was following the sweep by the Brewers and to Nelson Lamette's injury getting announced. Or I don't even announce, just happening. So I was like, oh, I'm going to come into your office. Dr. Layton's got to cheer me up or whatever. But you might not have to because I saw the results for myself And the thing I want to talk to you about the most right now is Ryan Weathers, who made his debut last year in the postseason. Um, And we talked about this, too, where I was like, is there any reason to be concerned that that Ryan Weathers was called up before Mackenzie Gore? And you said no. You said that they expect him to be a full front starter. And this is a different situation. And Ryan Weathers just absolutely incredible so far. 15 and a third innings, only allowing one run. Uh, only a few hits, walking a, a couple guys, but for the most part, the one run thing is awesome. Low ERA, showing a lot of control with his pitches. What's kind of your talk? Talk to us about Ryan Weathers, a guy that I guess I foolishly didn't ask you about before. Yeah, I mean, so a big reason why we see Weathers get called up before Gore is uh, because of the fact that Weathers was always like a command guy, right? Like his stuff was never that elite. It was always average stuff that played up because of the fact that he commanded it so well and he was such a mature pitcher. I mean, his father was an MLB pitcher for a long time. So he had just that poise on the mound that you kind of see. That's a big thing that people are talking about with Jack Leiter now. You know, when you see him on the mound for Vanderbilt, he just has this, like, Mm -hmm. poise that you don't see from a young arm. It's kind of the same thing with Weathers. But the crazy thing with Weathers is at the alternate training site, as as we've all seen now, like, all of a sudden he starts throwing gas. And his stuff starts ticking up an entire, like, an entire tier almost where instead of like 91 to 93, now we're looking at like 93 to 95, touching a seven, eight um, and out of the bullpen, maybe even more than that. And the slider was sharper. 
And all of a sudden, you have this guy that knew how to pitch really well and now yeah. has elite stuff or at least really, really good stuff. And that's a crazy combination. I always say, like, uh, if you're a prospect that had to learn how to pitch first and then are a late bloomer in terms of, like, the stuff that you have, the chances of you being successful are very, very high. That's why I always talk about George Kirby with the Mariners. He's a guy that was like walked nobody, super polished arm, and now all of a sudden he throws 100. And it's like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. well, he's going to be disgusting because he can dot it now too like DeGrom. And so that that's kind of why I think Ryan Weathers has been so good. And, uh, you know, we can dive into the numbers a little bit too, but just from like the eye test, I guess, like what, what, are, what are you seeing from Weathers uh, that has impressed you and like, I can dive into the numbers and kind of tell you what he's been doing well and and what what my takeaways are, because there's a lot of different ways I've been impressed by Ryan Weather so far this season. Yeah, 100%. You know, make me talk and then you can can embarrass me with some numbers if I'm wrong. No, I'm kidding. Um, Look, I think with Weathers, because out of spring training was interesting because they were a little bit worried, you know, with the uptick in Velo, like you've just been alluding to a whole bunch. Like, you know, was it going to sacrifice some of the control? And he had a little bit of issues Apparently, according to some camp stuff, they were like, all right, we want to make sure he does it. And he impressed his spring training. He wasn't walking guys every five minutes, throwing wild pitches or anything like that, right? And he looked really good. And then he he comes out and has been awesome. And what's key about this, I think, is he's a little bit of a gamer. I like that he's been a little bit of a gamer. One, just seeing him at bat, by the way. I don't know if you saw yeah, the, the, pie, yeah. the Dodgers game. I was like, is this guy like try- <laughs> he's really trying to hit this ball out? Um, I think he really wants to win, and those are the type of intangibles I like to see anyway. Uh, definitely seems like a gamer, and for him to make those two starts when the Padres are, are, are in a little bit of a slide and against the Dodgers, especially the second one that happened this past week, um, I was just very impressed. And all of a sudden, I'm not saying this guy's a, a rookie of the year. Your team might have a rookie of the year guy <laughs> on their team right now in terms of the pitchers that we'll get into it a little bit. But he's definitely – he's got to be talked about at least, and it's got to at least be – brought into the question whether or not maybe this guy's going to stay in the rotation or at least he's certainly carved himself out a, a much greater opportunity than we might have expected preseason. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. Guys, I talked about how I have a bet going with Millard Tabas of Lockdown Diamondbacks, but when it comes to all the rest of sports stuff, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to go for all your sports action betting. Baseball season is in full swing, obviously. You can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs including MLB, NBA, NHL and all of your UFC, MMA, mixed martial arts action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. That's for wimps. You you guys are players. You're starters. You're not sitting on the sidelines. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50%. Pretty cool, right? Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, I think you bring up a really good point too, which is that you know rookie of the year is always about opportunity. And a lot of times... Some really good rookies get called up a little late or whatever it may be. Uh, with Weathers, he was kind of in a swingman role where he was in the bullpen, uh, made some starts. But now we're like really seeing him make the starts because, as you mentioned, they really need him in the rotation right now. And 
he has really just risen to the occasion. The fact that he faced the Dodgers back to back and carved them up twice. I mean, it's the best lineup in baseball and carved mm-hmm. them up back to back after they just saw him. You know, that that is the kind of thing where it's like, OK, gamer, as you said. And also, mm-hmm. he's just got good stuff. When you have a lineup full of veterans and really good hitters that just saw this guy a week before and a 21 year old and they still can't make the adjustments in game two against him. That's mm. got to be a testament to the fact that he's got good stuff and he's able to mix it up and keep guys off balance because people will look at like, you know, baseball savant, let's say, and they'll see, Oh wait, but he's only in the fourth percentile in chase rate. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he is only in the fourth percentile in chase rate, but it's because he doesn't throw pitches outside the zone and yeah. he doesn't need to, like he doesn't mm-hmm. need to at all. He's right in the middle of the pack and whiff rate and he gets a lot mm-hmm. of weak contact. And so it's like, I, I would like to see a little bit more of, of him, like seeing if he can expand the zone, but at the same time, does he really need it's a 30% K rate? And mm-hmm. like at that point, do, do you really need to strike anybody else out anymore? He gets the ground yeah. balls. He does everything he needs to do. To me, he looks like an incredibly complete pitcher. And that's gotta be so exciting for the Padres, yeah. especially yeah. given all of the frustration that they've had health wise but to, to pretty much answer your question, I am fully sold on what Ryan Weathers is doing. Yes. Is he going to pitch to a <laughs> 0.59 ERA? Probably not. Like there's mm-hmm. going to be moments and times where I'm sure he runs into a little bit of trouble, especially if he's falling behind hitters. Because for him, you know, he's still kind of feeling out that changeup. He doesn't throw it much at mm-hmm. all. So if you're mm-hmm. falling behind guys and you got to lean back on the fastball, that's where he could get into a little bit of trouble. But the thing is, is his fastball is incredibly effective. He gets a decent amount of whips mm-hmm. on it. Opponents are hitting a buck 20 against it. So he's got some sort of deception working for him too. And you factor all that in and it's a recipe for a guy that's going to be a pretty good arm in the middle of a very good rotation for a while, in my opinion. And once again, everyone, I need to reemphasize, I have not paid Aram to be uh, complimentative <laughs> of the Padres. It feels like you've only been down on maybe one player ever, and that was Taylor Trammell, who deservedly who's so, gone. by the way. Who's, yeah, who's gone. gone, and he's not even on the team anymore. Um, it's it's yeah. really an embarrassment of riches for the Padres right now. It's a guy that, you know, last year was Cronenworth. He was the guy that nobody really expected. Nobody really talked about too much. Um, he, he was quirky he he could also pitch too that was fun but no one expected him to be actually the headliner of that tommy fam trade which is now the jay cronenworth trade right but i think yeah. what's what sometimes happens with prospects also i think i think people don't know I, I think that people get excited and always expect star is the only thing that can be valuable yeah. almost out of prospects Absolutely. and it's like this is this is a former you know top overall pick uh 2018 draft i think the seventh pick is when he was first taken um, so there was definitely like reason to be excited about him in the first place. And sometimes people often, they don't understand that. Like if you turn any of these guys into major league arms that are useful in any right, that's good. And just because someone has to turn into a Jacob deGrom immediately or whatever, upon entering the, the, the big leagues, that doesn't mean they're, it's not exciting. Still, if this guy finishes with a three, one or a three, two, whatever, like that's still great. Like, I don't care. It's especially for a team like this. He doesn't need to be some rookie of the year. I'm saying that because I like to be hyperbolic and whatnot. But like in in actuality, the Padres just need a solid kind of guy to fill in because remember, they still got Clevenger in the pipeline and they have your boy and my boy, obviously, Mackenzie Gore, hopefully uh, debuting at some point. You just spam texting 
uh, the chat we're in saying, call up Gore in all caps after the Lament <laughs> injury happens. Which <laughs> um, is a lot it. of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I get it. Like they want to, to, you know, make sure Gore's ready. And, and I think Weathers being there first is, is totally and clearly the right move. Um, but you bring up a really, really good point. And, and as the host of the Prospect Show, this is something that I try to explain uh, and, and reiterate to, to the listeners because, of course, like especially when your team sucks, like trust me, I mm-hmm. get it. I cover the Marlins as well. And, um, you know, well, they, they just beat Corbin Burns yesterday. You know, shameless plug there. But, like, at the same time, you know, the draft in baseball especially. I will say the 2018 draft is super weird and like absolutely loaded. But if you look at any other draft, generally like you would every single team in the world would take a Ryan Weathers almost at any pick. <laughs> like if you redraft a lot yeah. of them would probably consider taking him one. Like that that's because like mm-hmm. it's that hard to predict. I mean, look at Casey Mize. We thought Casey Mize, I was just yeah. talking about him in the last episode. Literally the last episode. Casey Mize was this can't miss shoo-in uh ace right and like look i'm not saying casey mize is doomed by any stretch but like there are a lot of legitimate concerns around mize and uh i was just diving into the numbers like his god-given splitter that's supposed to be this like revolutionary pitch it's getting shelled like it's getting shelled and across the board his stuff just isn't that great right now and he's not doing that well and it's just like okay well this guy was the shoe in number one overall pick. Like what's going on? Even Jerickson pro farm, man. Like I'm glad he salvaged his career, but like yeah. you, the Wander Franco craze Jerickson pro was not far off from that. Uh, mm. well, you know, and, and he had some injuries and stuff like that, but th- those are some of the variables that when he was with the Rangers, Jerickson pro was fully that Wander Franco almost type of vibe of like, can't miss top end prospect. And you know, he, again, he salvaged his career and he's a good ball player now. But, like, I think if you told a lot of Rangers fans that he would become what he is now, even if it was still with the Rangers, they'd be disappointed. And that kind of puts mm-hmm. into perspective how hard it is to predict and also how, you know, really difficult it is for these guys to, to have success at the major league level. It's, it's not that consistently um, transferable, and it doesn't always translate that directly. But when going back to the 2018 draft, at least the Padres did not take Kyler Murray. Uh, because a unique work <laughs> on that one that I was just talking about the other day is that you don't get a comp back. You don't get a comp pick back for Kyler Murray uh, because mm-hmm. he signed. So the athletics mm-hmm. own the rights to Kyler Murray. They just lost that pick worst case scenario right there. So like it, it could always be worse. And cut, everybody. That is it for part one of my discussion with Aram Layton of Locked on Marlins and Locked on MLB Prospects. It's a good one. It is indeed a good one, don't you guys think? Arm's awesome. Isn't he the best? But you know what else and who else is the best? Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. The iconic, eccentric, electric, scintillating legend known as Peter Bukowski. He updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, that is pronounced odyssey but it is spelled a-u-d-a-c-y very important distinction there guys very important and in terms of just the future of the show just one one last programming update you know i got some all sorts of stuff planned for you guys uh to look forward to in the future of the podcast on down the line and whatnot but for tomorrow you'll be getting part two of my discussion with millard thomas where i ask him some questions about eduardo escobar carson kelly 
even the freight train, David Peralta, just how much about this Diamondbacks team? How does he feel about it? Because he's feeling himself. Millard's really excited, and we even talk about some some gaming anime stuff for half a second. Don't worry, not too much, but we, we nerd out for just a little bit because I'd recently discovered Millard is a fellow Ratchet and Clank enthusiast. If you guys ever heard of those games, I love them. Favorite gaming series of all time. Uh, so we talk about that for tomorrow's podcast, and of course, I'll be recapping uh, whatever happens in today's game. Hopefully, they can win, and hopefully, Ryan Weathers uh, doesn't make RM or myself look silly. Uh, it has still has and is able to look impressive for to uh, for the start. I don't know because I'm recording this uh, last night. At the time you're listening to this, last night. I'm recording this on uh, Tuesday night. So hopefully Ryan Weathers doesn't let us down. And then on Thursday, or wait, no, not Thursday. On Friday, I will be talking to Arm about his takes, uh, about what he thinks has been the, the most impressive performances for rookies this season. That'll be the back end of Friday's podcast, which I think is going to be a lot of fun for sure. Love hearing Arm's opinions and love hearing Millard's opinions. We love everybody here at Locked On. It's a great, great old time. But everybody, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever. And if you don't mind, send me some five-star reviews on the Apple Podcast app. I'd greatly appreciate that. And when you do send that five-star review, type in a question or a comment or whatever, and I guarantee you I will read it on the show. Hey, you want to insult me? You want to roast me? I really want to appreciate that. I'd like the five stars. You can do that too, and you'll get read here on the podcast at some future date. I don't know when exactly, but be sure to do that. Be sure to follow the Twitter page for the show or my personal account on Twitter. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My fire faithful homies, take care.